You are on Line of Sight, a War Machine and Hordes podcast for new and experienced players, hosted on the Line of Sight Podcast Network. Line of Sight is proud to host War Machine University, Brawl Machine, and Fallen Corvus, as well as numerous content creators like Field of Fire, Lightbringers, Brawler Bios, Vicarious Competition, Midnight Monpod, and Charge and Spike. You can find our content at loswarmachine.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 212 of Line of Sight. My name's Chandler. I'm here with Brett and Jaden. Sort yourselves out. Jayden's Good silence. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, gonna say this, this is the part where we just wait for the other person and nothing I would happens. say we should edit that silence out, but I actually think you should edit it to be like four times longer. Mm. Just just nothing for like mm. a long time. Just make people Perfect very plan. uncomfortable with themselves. Yeah. News. Uh, we have anything? Private Depress is unveiling some Orgoth stuff at Adepticon? Question mark. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did mention that. Uh yeah, that should be interesting. That's soon. That's in like a couple of weeks. I, I was hoping to go, but I got the I was hoping to go help with the conquest stuff, but they got back to me really late. And by the time I looked at flights, they were like seven hundred dollars, and I was like, "I'm good." <laughs> oh, that's sucks. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's would be very expensive for me to go, even even with them reimbursing some things. So yeah, uh, unfortunately, but hopefully I'll be able to go to something else in the future. But yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be interesting to see. Uh, I'm especially curious about just like visual design because so much about Orgoth's visual design that we have is like very old, like very old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so seeing how they've kind of updated that, I think will be really fascinating. Uh, be, especially because they have kind of mentioned that they've like moved forward a lot. So it's like, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. I think that'll be cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, is there anything out of us that we want to talk about? I don't think we have any. Things Not really. No. Okay. Oh, one other thing, apparently the Riot Quest starter box is coming to Kickstarter again, but it's plastic and you get like four times as many models. Yeah, they're doing the mod box thing again. Yeah. Very nice. So. Very cool. Yep, I think that's it though. Nice. Uh, All right, well, let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. So we got thinking about video games, right, (laughs) among other things, but Mm -hmm. we got thinking about it and I, I thought it would be kind of interesting to talk about what exactly a War Machine game or other forms of media really would look like given that there isn't one and never has been a war machine video game nope. ever that's never. existed yep that is accurate <laughs> now we have, unfortunately bring up this topic we have to talk about the existence of war machine tactics <laughs> um so anybody who doesn't know because it's honestly it's probably far enough back that there's a lot of people who it it is literally like i think nine or ten years ago now yes yeah so war machine has a video game uh, it's called War Machine Tactics. I own it. Um, I actually have, according to Steam, I have 100 hours in it. But there's a reason what? for that. There's a reason. So, <laughs> for one, all right, so this is the thing about War Machine Tactics. War Machine Tactics is an absolute mess of a game. It's it's not, like, good. It barely um, functions on any level it, at all. It barely functions. It may, just moving things around is incredibly difficult. What they kind of went for as best i can tell and this is kind of guessing because it's it's so murky that it's hard to tell what they were going for exactly but it seems to be kind of an attempt to take like the tabletop like miniature gaming experience and sort of like scale it down and then 
make it functional in like a turn-based sort of strategy game format. Uh, so generally speaking, how the like combats actually work is you've got your little army, you move pieces around on a grid, which is an unfortunate first part. Yep. Uh, and uh, everything's got like ranges and stuff like that. It has so many baffling design decisions in it that just blow my mind. Like, mm -hmm. what is one of the best things about War Machine? It's math system, right? Mm -hmm. They arbitrarily changed it, and no one will ever know why. Like, mm -hmm. it's I I don't know how it works at all. I've played a bazillion the hours of war machine and i have no idea how this game's like math system works i just know that when i cursor over something it gives me a percentage and i just go okay um <laughs> yeah it it runs badly the camera is wild like it, it has a lot of problems i will say the campaign is cool it's you have to get through the fact that the game is a disaster the campaign is essentially is cool like to play through if you're it's okay cool with story yeah, it's a cool story. Most of the missions are actually, like, not that bad. It's just, like, you have to fight with the game to get through it because it's, like, such a mess. Um, and a part of the reason I have a lot of hours in the game is that I often would just kind of boot it up to, like, open skirmish mode and be like, look at these cool 3D models of War Machine stuff. And then I just, like, play Kreas and, like, in skirmish mode and just blow shit up with Vanquishers. <laughs> like, it was literally just, like, a dumb stress ball I would do once in a while. Anyway, so that's just a note that a War Machine game does exist. But I got kind of thinking about, like, yeah, what, what might a War Machine game look like? And I have a couple thoughts on this, and I know Jaden said he had a couple as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah. in my eyes, there's kind of, like, there's a couple routes you can go with this, right? One of them is the thing that Tactics attempted to do, mm -hmm. uh, which is essentially, like, yeah, let's do, like, a, you know, over-the-top... Uh, like strategy game kind of thing where you're moving, you know, the models around and you kind of get some form, some kind of pared down form of the experience of actually like moving war machine models around. And it's kind of easy to just say, yeah, that, that, but good would be neat. Would uh, be. And, uh, you know, I, I think it could be fairly cool, but the other thing is that while like the mechanical systems of war machine are, are very, very good. One of the, I mean, honestly, one of the strongest, aspects of war machine generally speaking is its setting right mm -hmm. uh it has an, a very unique very like fleshed out and distinctive setting yep. uh nothing looks quite like it nothing feels quite like it it's got a very it's, it's very much has its own identity and so something that is more of a like RPG type thing where you're actually like getting involved in the world and telling stories in it, I think would be an incredible place for a game like this. Mm -hmm. um, I had had thoughts in the past about the idea of, yeah, a, a large RPG kind of experience where you could have different starting areas depending on what kind of faction or what sort of character you wanted to be involved as. You could start out as a warcaster or some kind of other thing and, and kind of, start in various places and and see kind of where you want to go with that i think there's a lot of really cool stuff that that you could do with that setting especially given how like just fleshed out it is <laughs> and yeah. and unique and vibrant and if you can get eyes on it like i, I think i think it would be extremely interesting um, yeah, i agree yeah some sort of first person rpg would be really fascinating because as you said there's so many different things you could do with it right like 
it would be very, very, very easy to do some sort of, like, thriller spy storyline thing because, you know, that happens all the time. If, like, go read the Kane books, half of the book is him breaking into cities to try and either assassinate somebody or figure out what's going on in there. Um, you could do, like, Battlefield, like, I'm a fighter, I'm going to go fight in the war. You could do, like, Strike Force things. You could do detective stories. You could do, like pretty much anything war machine could do it not a problem yeah and, i mean it's part of it's go ahead and it's in between like a classic fantasy time setting and modern day in enough of a way that you can do a lot of those different stories yeah, yeah it's part of what's so good about this setting is having that kind of like this weird sort of almost industrial revolutiony kind of steampunk thing but mixed with this very high fantasy setting you know what it would uh, actually really remind me of is dishonored i think yeah, it's it's I mean it's a, a very different like aesthetic, but the like kind of technological timeline mm -hmm. is very similar, right? Yeah. Where it's kind of like near sci-fi levels of like electronic stuff mixed mm -hmm. with like everybody still has a flintlock pistol and a sword basically. Yeah. Uh yeah. No, yeah. That that reads to me. Yeah. Um, and, and based on the fact that this, the Dishonored games are awesome, like I think you could do some really cool stuff with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, and, and it depends on how ambitious you want to get, right? So, like, mm -hmm. something like that where it's a little bit more of, like, you know, there's a lot of different ways that you could take kind of a very linear story and, and input it into a game like this. Mm -hmm. um, and, I mean, at that point, like, and that, that's part of the thing is, like, what to me, one of the biggest kind of sins of War Machine Tactics was that it was trying to kind of be that like strategy experience that is like the pared down version of the miniatures game, but then took away the dice math system with, you know, something like that. That's a little more removed from what the actual game is. You could get away with like doing different, you know, number systems if you wanted to, and it wouldn't really be super problematic. You'd more just be using the setting. Yeah. Uh, so the setting and characters, right? Right. And they're starting um, to stand on their own as we keep saying. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I, I think it'd be mm, good. Oh, no, just to cap it off, and then I've got my first idea. Sure. So um, I think what would be fascinating to do is a like a Warcaster and Battlegroups game in the style of XCOM. Just like... Okay, so, yeah, and so that's the thing, like... That's not what War Machine Tactics is? Uh, well, it, eh, I no. think if... So this, I mean, it kind of is, because what I was about to say is, I mean, that's a little bit what tactics kind of felt like sure uh, okay. Sorry, just... let, me, let me try that in a less aggressive way what what is, what is the difference between what you're envisioning and what war machine tactics is uh so war machine tactics you don't have like disposable things that die and you have to like recruit more things and in xcom you, you don't have permanence yeah yeah like... well that's, that's what I was, I was gonna say i feel like the the sense of progression Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, It'd be exactly. really interesting if you could actually build things up and build out characters and jacks and things like that over time. Yes. Yes. That, um, that's that's what I'm going for right there. Oh, so a Fallen Corpus video game. Yes, actually. That's the other thing that it would be is a Fallen Corpus <laughs> yeah. video game. Yeah, perfect. So there's a Mordheim uh, PC port. Just take that and put a War Machine skin on it. And it. Uh, we've done it. We saved War Machine. <laughs> Well done, everyone. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. I, I think that would be really because that's that's one thing I was I was actually going to mention when I was talking about tactics is it kind of felt like what if XCOM was like really bad, <laughs> and 
I had a really cool aesthetic, right? Because that was one of the weird things about Tactics. It had actually really sick character like models. <laughs> like yes. the Jackson stuff look amazing. Mm -hmm. Um and like I love just hearing Krios yell shit. It's very good. Uh but it just didn't have anything else going for it, right? And and yeah. so yeah, I, I think fleshing it out with more of like a really interesting progression system, something like that, I think could be really fascinating. Well, part Especially problem... one that pulls you into the world more. Yes. And part of the problem with tactics is be, is it's super duper scripted, right? Because it's just like, mm -hmm. here's this campaign, whereas XCOM games are like, well, that happened in this last mission, so I guess we're going here now. Right? Yeah. So I right. think that, that, that other part of it that's not just like, look, this is the story. You're either going to do it or you're going to restart the mission and try again. XCOM's like, well, you failed. So here's yeah. where we go from this point. Right. And maybe you lost yeah, your favorite Warjack and couldn't recover the Cortex. So that's rough, buddy. But I'm like, why I never play that game? <laughs> <laughs> no, see, yeah. Brett, that's that's a feature. <laughs> well, so this is the thing. I like knowing that that's an option. If you don't, mm -hmm. if you think I don't like save scum my ass through XCOM, you're sadly mistaken. Uh, like... I mean, sure, that's that's perfectly valid, but <clears throat> no, having the option to not have that would be pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but I mean, even just even without that, even just with like a really interesting progression system put behind it, where you kind of build up and get to personalize and feel your your characters and your army a little bit more, plus adding other factions as like campaign options, mm -hmm. right? Like I, I think it would be really interesting. I mean, that's the kind of thing that yeah, when we when we did the design for Fallen Corvus, that was the kind of feel we were going for, and that still carries over. Mm -hmm. Um, and that it's still just yeah, it's an enjoyable kind of a thing to do um yes. i agree okay what other game modes did you think about chandler uh okay so so i i, I touched on it a little bit but obviously like just generally the idea of an rpg would be really interesting one thing you could do and this is a very kind of tired thing in some respects but you could do this is a thought i had had a while back about what would like a full-scale war machine mmo look like mm. mm -hmm. and so this is this is kind of the route you would need to go to have the scale of having lots of different factions that you can pick from right like right. across a, a um really large area because a more typical kind of like rpg like yeah here's your rpg that you know might have some open world elements but it's kind of hard to be like yeah and you can start in the protectorate or in signar or in cater right. whereas something like more of like an mmo could have a little bit more of that feel to it yeah i'm imagining um, the, the uh the warcraft starter screen or the world of warcraft starter screen it's like would you like to be any of these bajillion war machine factions or races instead of the like, yeah, right. Blood elves and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it's already, right. It's, it's fifth edition. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it could be very interesting if it was handled right. And, mm -hmm. um, uh, what was I going to say the obviously there's a lot of things that you kind of have to work around like the fact that the, in an MMO something like say like being like a war caster is very hard to make work uh, but um, I think it could be 
just a really interesting kind of place to play around with. Uh, yeah. Just so, something very large scale like that. That is especially just to given the fact that it really plays around with the. Um, it would give you the broadest kind of possible scope of the setting itself. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, since that's kind of such a, a, a strong point of the entire thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I think it could be interesting. I, I think you could flesh that out in some really interesting ways. I mean, alternatively, you go the route of, like, rip old-school Star Wars galaxies where it is <laughs> very much a sandbox that you can kind of live in, but nobody's going to ever do a game like that again, unfortunately. Probably not. Uh, yeah, just by the nature of its design. Mm. Um, yeah. All right. You want to uh, hear my and, crazy and, idea? Or, or sure, I love crazy ideas. All right. Yeah, no, go ahead. Here's my crazy idea. Extreme Colossal Wrestling, the video game. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> no, no. Tell yeah, me I, that would not be I, cool. I would play a Super <laughs> Smash Brothers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. 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 That's it. That's it right there. Uh, it's like you could do it as like a fighting style game like Smash Bros. Or you could do it like uh, like um, kind of like Rocket Arms. Is that what they're called? That that Switch game? You know, that sort of like I know what you're talking. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so you like you circle the arena and you have moves and combos you can pull off and whatever. Um, yeah, especially with like VR coming, I think you could do like a really interesting extreme colossal wrestling game and just like, you know, your arena is the size of a football field and there's like giant rocks and trees and boulders and stuff that you can chuck at each other or jump on top of or whatever, and you can see the little teeny tiny people in the crowd yelling and roaring out of excitement, and I think that'd be okay, dope. This isn't the same thing at all. But now I want to play, um, what's it called? Steel Battalion. <laughs> the Xbox game that had, like, the controller with 200 buttons. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about, it. yeah. Mm -hmm. So now you're you're a Jack Marshall, and you're, like, controlling <laughs> every little bit of the, the Jack. That would be fun. Yeah, I mean, that, that could be pretty cool. Um, yeah. So I think that would be really interesting. And then, of course, there's, like, a Total War game would be sick, right? I mean, yeah, that's the that's the real hardcore version right there. Is I, I every time I sit and play Total War Warhammer, I'm just like, God, this with a War Machine skin. Uh, mm -hmm. There would be some different things you would need to do. The concept of Warjacks doesn't work super well, like battle groups. But I think you could make something that is really yeah, interesting. like you'd have a unit that'd be like a Warcaster, and then you could assign them Warjacks, kind of like power ups, maybe, and they could have like a something. stat that would like change the effectiveness of their battle group and. You know, or or you could just make them into super soldiers, right? Like one of those two things. Yeah. But like, yeah, a lot of a lot of ways you could definitely go. Yeah, I just want to take like a giant army of, you know, Grimkin things across all of Emmerin and be like, well, this is all mine now. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Sounds. Yeah, definitely. No, that that'd be that'd be amazing. I mean, that's that is so like to me like an mmo is how you get across like the scale of the setting in a very personal way mm -hmm. uh something like that is like that's how you get across the epicness of like warfare right yeah well i mean have you read the like the combat reports and any of the f fluff about the fights or sorry the, the battles that they have in in this setting they're insane it's like yeah, seven thousand wolves of Orboros, two thousand reeves of Orboros, like fifty um, victors, and then three hundred Cator Warjacks. 
and you know like uncountable numbers of winter guard infantry and blah 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 and tons and tons of warp wolves and it's just like wait what how does this place (laughs) how does this place sustain this many like casualties there's a lot going on here yeah (laughs) so yeah and and so yeah and you you'd be able to get that like that building up process of all of those armies and and if you could yeah if you could get in like a really interesting like warcaster battle group type system it'd be fantastic like it'd be it'd be very very cool uh and the world map is i mean it's big enough to work with it's very complete um the factions could be so diverse too like i think cricks would be one of the most interesting things to try and build up around because like the whole point is we don't really care if we lose for the first one right right? yeah undead factions and games like that are so fun yeah it's like oh no we lost anyway we killed like 300 of your guys so now our our forces doubled because we reanimated our guys and we get your guys (laughs) yeah right like that just sounds pretty dope i think that'd be really cool yeah definitely yeah i think that'd be really interesting that i mean that'd be a hell of a hell of a route to be able to take unfortunately (laughs) uh yeah (laughs) yeah that does um it is just the uh, dream. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all it comes down to, right? It's just yeah, fun potential ideas. Um, okay. So in mm-hmm. in theme for this week, I need you to design a uh, War Machine Souls-like game. Oh, that's oh, really easy, I think. That, that world is so vicious. <laughs> like, wander into a so, clearing. There's a feral warp wolf. Oh, dear. I'm dying now. <laughs> And, and like the infernals curse you to come back kind of like we did for Von Corvus yeah absolutely it's yeah. like you know your contract you, isn't fulfilled or you, yet or you could actually be an undead or you could actually be an undead absolutely like I'm just a mechanithral how am I supposed to get through this <laughs> I've made a terrible error yeah hard mode oh, is like you're a stitch thrall and you just have to like make them hurt themselves or something so every every souls game has a um a a character that deliberately starts with like nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> for when you just really hate yourself and uh yeah it'd be perfect <laughs> yeah so okay That's hold fine. on if we're gonna like go on slightly more of a design here i think what ends up what you do is you're like on a probably some kind of like execution row for desertion or something like that as like your starting place and you survive somehow and you wake up in like a mass grave this feels very Souls-like, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, and then, so you, like, crawl your way out of it, and you realize, like, you're on a battlefield that's actively fighting still. Like, there's there's combat going on. And so the first, like, stage of the game is trying to get out of the, f- the battlefield without dying. So you have to, like, scrounge weapons off of dead things. You have to fight or avoid warjacks and war beasts maybe if there's a hordes faction involved and like the random magic coming out of the thing and then you get out of the battlefield and like uh agathon shows up and it's just like yeah so your soul's up ours and we've got this job for you and that's why you're still alive and then you have to go like do the thing and you just travel all over the world and really every environment in war machine could be just as deadly and terrifying as the soul's game like i'm infiltrating this warjack facility they all come to life now because i've triggered the alarm oh good (laughs) in the wrong neighborhood sir yep or oh no the inquisition's after me because i'm an infernalist 
Well, <laughs> well, and I mean, you can also play around with the fact that like there are these, especially when you think about like what like a warcaster is versus like a regular ass person, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're going to be so above and beyond ninety nine percent of the population that they're like demigods, right? Especially the like named character type ones. Oh yeah, like and if so, you have I mean, to fight a warcaster these... as a boss, that's that's a souls like yeah. boss right there. Yeah, so I mean, you've got these these big mythical kind of figures to play around with that would be uh, <clears throat> really easy to um, to mess around with as very frightening, uh, you know, big boss like figures in the game world. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd be into it. Yeah, or like, and maybe this is the second one. You're now an undead thing. Right, like like you said, you can just play an undead. So the first one is you're an infernalist. The second one is you're a mechanothrall. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Enjoy. Enjoy. Enjoy but, the enjoy the decisions that were made for you. Mm -hmm. But you know, because you are a mechanothrall, your body is infinitely upgradable. So that's cool, at least. Yeah. Right. Very helpful. And then I think you could even do a Souls like game as as a warcaster. Like if you really wanted to, it would start not feeling like a Souls-like game because you probably like, or could, but like, it would be the ultimate bait and switch, right? Because you start off as a warcaster, you've got a battle group, you're like ridiculously impossible to defeat, and then like something terrible happens, you lose your warcaster armor, your battle group gets destroyed, and you're behind enemy lines, and it's like, okay, <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah, and that that would also be very fun. Uh, to to just like just die over and over and over again. I can just see like a juggernaut. You know, you know, in um, old in Dark Souls one in the old like the the big city in the sky that I cannot remember yeah. the name of. And Orlando. Yeah, and Orlando. And how there's like those big statues that come to life and attack you just repeatedly. Yeah, like yeah, I know what you're talking about. War yeah. Warjacks could just be that, no problem. Yeah, that would be so cool. Gosh dang it, Brett! I want this game now. I'm imagining dodge rolling circles around Warjacks mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. There it is. Dodge roll circles. Just, like, just rolling. Hit him in the leg. Oh, no. That didn't yeah. do anything. Dodge roll. Dodge roll. <laughs> dodge roll. Run away. Chug a health thing. Try to do it again. Die. Yep. Warjacks just staring down at you dispassionately. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why did you say this, Brett? Now I really want this thing. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did it. Um Okay, I have one last like really silly idea for a war machine place game. Um mm. you could absolutely do Darkest Dungeon except for with Infernals in like Oh yeah. We designed that. We love it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, we did take a lot of inspiration from it. But like, think think about like, you're you're like the head of the Morrowind Church or something like that, or not even that, like the, the local head of the Morrowind Church, and you have to clear out this infernalist hideout thing, right? So you have, and, and the twist is that because you're a Morrowind person, you're constantly sending like good people into this thing, and having to figure out what to do with them as they become twisted and warped and messed up by being in contact with infernal stuff a lot so that just adds another layer of ah, to that game 
Yeah. Yeah, no, def well, yeah, that's a, if you were going to do, I mean, literally, let's just say you made Darkest Dungeon and reskinned it as a War Machine thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, you would be, you would definitely be putting that into, uh, like a uh, very infernalist and grimkin and mm -hmm. cricks kind of stuff is what you'd be rolling face first into. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, I, I think that'd be that'd be really interesting. It'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. Yeah, I mean, like really, yeah. there's no game that you probably couldn't make. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Is at the end of the day, what we're really saying here is that War Machine's like setting is really good and there's a ridiculous amount of stuff that you could do with it it's all you know it kind of is a lot of pipe dreams but we just thought it'd be kind of interesting to talk about like from that perspective of this is just an incredibly strong setting to play around in and it's part of why like i the, the idea of running stuff in like uh the new like i care bg for 5e and stuff like that i mean that's that's kind of where you get to play that that sandbox right is mm -hmm make up what you think a game in that world would be like and uh it, it's such a cool world and such a, a a well put together world that i think it'd be a lot of fun to to be able to play around with uh, i agree personally yeah 100 percent. i was 100%. just thinking now like that that comment i was like you could just make anything i was like you know what would be really cool like a castlevania side-scrolling game as a warcaster just like running around with mm -hmm. a warjack buddy yeah now just give me the the many multi-million dollar like <laughs> hbo war machine tv show please yes let's do that that sounds great <sighs> yeah see the events of the old witch unleashing the grimkin in real time oh my gosh that would be so cool that story in the grimkin book is terrifying it is yeah. so frightening she is so scary. Problem is, is I think attempting to bring Grimkin to life in a live action setting would be probably disastrous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be it'd so hard to do. You could do it with Infernals, though. Oh, yeah. Infernals would be easy. It's just Cthulhu. Like right? you could set up, you could set up the Infernal invasion. Yeah. 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 Grimkin would be really hard to do because either. It's because they're... it's so silly. It's, you, you would have to, you would have to have some godlike just like aesthetic design to like make that cohesive <laughs> in a way that's not going to look like super awkward. Yeah. It would be very, very difficult, but you know, every other faction would be very easy to do because they've got semi lifelike art for a lot of them anyway already. And yeah. And models to go off of even. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is true. Nice. Yeah, I, I think it'd be really interesting. You could do that. We could do Where's the War Machine board game? It's called Where War Machine. Oh. No. No, <laughs> I want No, I want like I want like one of those like janky ass, like this has nothing to do with the game kinds of Oh, you mean, like, you oh, mean we... like how the Queen's Gambit's board game is not actually chess, it's something else. Yeah, right. Like it doesn't make any sense, right? <laughs> like where where's where's War Machine Monopoly? Like get it in there. Where's my War Machine chess set? I'm that has to have existed. Uh, that would also yeah. be very easy to do with a 3D printer. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where, I don't know. Where's all my other dumb ideas for weird things that you War can Machine do? War Machine Uno. Glorious. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Nailed it. Yep. Get on it, Privateer Press. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you actively doing this right now? Free Give money. Give me the best 
Yeah, the but yeah, this is just free something like money. <laughs> Monopoly <laughs> money is technically still got the word money in the name, right? It absolutely does. Yep. Mm -hmm. Nailed it. Yeah. Uh <laughs> wonderful. Uh yeah. What other forms of media could we shove War Machine into where it has no business being? Hmm. Where it Magic the Gathering. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would be cool. But actually, what I was thinking is that War Machine would make an incredible manga. Oh, yeah, probably. I mean, hell, just... I'd watch a War Machine anime, shit. Yeah, that, I mean, it's, o well. it's over the top, right? Everything is yeah. gigantically too large, like, from a actually ability to use these weapons and whatnot. Um, and you could absolutely justify the ridiculous over-the-top anime like everything about mm -hmm. the setting do you remember do you remember the that animation they did with oh with Haley with, and uh, with Haley and Denegra like yeah. how cool was that shit and we just it's not like being able to like make that into something bigger would be so interesting to me that would be really cool it's also like very expensive uh-huh $10,000 a minute turn yeah uh, I mean, literally, professional animation work for money is being done in my house almost every day, all day. So mm -hmm. I definitely know how uh, expensive that gets. But but yeah. just saying, just, just give it to us anyway. Just spend the money. It's not my money, so I can tell <laughs> you to spend it <laughs> to do the thing I want you That's to do. That's how that works, right? I'm confident that is. Yeah. Total aside, this is why it always makes me laugh when people are like, I don't know what I should buy. I'm going to ask the general public if I should get this thing or the more expensive thing. And it's like, well, it's not our money, so get the more expensive thing, I guess. Why not? Yeah, something like that, for sure. People are asking what models to get. It's like, get more. <laughs> get get more it. of them. Just get all more the models. But if you got that, but twice as many. Yeah, because then you could have twice as much fun. That's how it works, right? Or gamers don't have an addiction. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. no, no. We, can, we can stop whenever we want to, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of stopping, we should probably do that now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit. It's been kind of like a weird little ramble for a little bit. But I don't know. I just thought it'd be kind of interesting to talk about different ways a War Machine could be used in media. Uh, but, yeah. If you want to support all the wonderful stuff that we do, check us out on Patreon. Also, a huge thanks to everybody who does support us on Patreon because you guys are all super smart and handsome and cool. Or and pretty. definitely all of yeah, you're all yeah, or pretty, or uh, talented, just real wise, yeah, talented paragons wise, of humanity. Uh, where's my thesaurus? Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did it. Uh, yeah, if you want to check that out, it's patreon.com slash LOS War Machine. Uh, we've got a whole lot of different stuff on there. It gets you earlier access to the episodes. Uh, gets you a sweet, different colored name on the Discord. Gets you all kinds of wonderful stuff. Uh, go check that out if you can. Uh, if you check out our website, which is loswarmachine.com, you can see all the different wonderful podcasts that we mentioned at the start of this cast and more, as well as all of our articles for not only War Machine, but all kinds of other games, things like that. If you go to the show notes for this cast... You will be able to see the link to our Discord, a wonderful, massive gaming channel of disastrousness at this point, mm -hmm. uh, where you can chat about whatever kind of crazy nonsense you want, or if you want to look for games on War Table, or, uh, I don't know, mentoring, or mentorship, anything that you want to do, we've got 
we've got the stuff for it. There's so many channels in our Discord at this point. Uh, many, many. Yep. Anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, you can email us at loswarmahords at gmail.com. Uh, you can message any of us on Facebook. Give us a like on Facebook. Just line a site. And uh, that's all I got. All I got for you. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.